But I don't know. He likes to talk about fellatio. Like a lot. I just, all, the, all these rappers like to talk about fellatio a lot. I feel like he was just not not getting no pussy. <laughs> I thought he was just, you know, collecting throats. I thought that's what it was. And so when they said he had a baby, I was like, what the fuck? This nigga is the throat collector. What the What it do? Welcome to another episode of the Great State Podcast. Wah, wah, wah. My name is Kenzo. If you ain't know, I'm here with the homie Calabrese. Say what's up to the people, man. Calabrese, take it easy. Oh, nigga. Killing it. Third episode. Bars. Hey, <laughs> okay, so we at episode three. We racking it up a little bit. I'm kind of excited. We're getting some momentum. We got a little followers, you know what I'm saying, on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you God. Know, it's going down. So I'm excited to get through these topics with y'all and, and you know, just chop it up about all kind of random shit. Oh, yeah. So I had me a good little weekend. We currently recording on a Monday night. It's President's Day. It's a little, you know, abnormal. But we yeah. coming off the heels of Valentine's Day weekend. And I know it was busy for me. What about you? Man, it was busy for me. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I actually had a date for once. Uh, (laughs) Hey. (laughs) I've had a date for years, but um, it was pretty cool. I mean, the the initial date was cool. The beginning was kind of trash trying to get everything together because everybody want to go out in Valentine's Day and do everything and Mm. Mm. I'm not that kind of person, but I was like, oh, you know, I ain't, I ain't did a Valentine's Day in a while. She ain't did a Valentine's Day in a while, so we're going to make it happen. Ew, um, let's get romantical. Fam. <laughs> fam, I tried to go to a restaurant. Them niggas said a 40-minute wait. So oh, fuck out that's of here, light, nigga. I thought you were going to say something to the tune of 70 minutes. Oh, no, I mean, we were already like an hour late. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> niggas. <laughs> Niggas, it was crazy, man. Cause she lived all the way up north, and I live all the way up south. And I'm coming straight from work, and it's Houston's too big for all this Valentine's Day shit, man. Oh, it really is. Yeah, but then after that, you know, after Valentine's Day, you know, when I with the homies and stuff, had to appreciate your your people as long as your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, for sure, for sure, for sure. But it was good. It was good. How about yours? Okay, so my little Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, rendezvous. Oh, it God. was it was cool. You know what I'm saying. It definitely wasn't anything like before. I know previously my Valentine's days be hectic as shit because I be trying to squeeze in stupid shit. And that's a dog. I got a Valentine's Day story from like maybe two or three years ago. We're gonna talk about that at another time. I don't want to talk about that today. I'm not ready to access that file in my brain yet. Oh God, just <laughs> just bring it back. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to talk about that because we have to. Probably like on like a dating episode or something. Yeah, Because yeah, it's yeah. coming. Dating is ass. But anyway. <laughs> so, I... Let me just be truthful. I skipped out on work the first half of the day. You know? Because reasons. <laughs> skipped Sorry. out on work the first half of the day. Um, 
I did not want to be in the mix as far as in the city for Valentine's mm. Day, especially since it was like kind of a brunch feel. So I had it at the cribbo and I love cooking. It truly is therapeutic for me. So it's mad stressful. And I needed to not be stressful for you, but we're going to get you there. We're going to get you there. That's a whole nother conversation for, for another real. day. Man. And then, like, okay, so breakfast is my favorite meal of the day, period. Hell yeah. Man. So if you. Like eggs do, and shit. Eggs and shit, dog. Eggs and potatoes and all kinds. Dog, don't, <laughs> don't get me started. Eggs, potato, bacon. Good morning. Dog. All of it. You hear me? Yeah. Eggs Benedict, like I be watching the cooking channel and shit. You know what I'm saying? I be trying to do a little little razzle dazzle. That's what's but, up. So I, you know, broke out all the stops, made it all, you know, romantical and shit like that. Didn't cost me very much money because I was like, look, I'm not spending no money. You spend the money, you buy. Um, and I had this nigga like. <laughs> He had to drop some money because I was in here cooking, cooking. Mm-hmm. Not only did we have breakfast stuff, but we had sea bass, which is my favorite fish. Oh, my God. Um, he had to come through here with the frozen lobster tails. Like, it happened. It went down like a true Valenta- uh, Valentine's Day brunch oh, should have been. Was at it. You feel me? Okay. You had a little mimosas. We had a little bit of douce. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but here's where it goes left. Skipped out on work, and then I get a phone call that I got to come in, like, the last two hours of the day. So, we had to cut everything short. The last two hours. Now, mind you, okay, we've been having, like, fun. And, like, grown-up drinks and stuff have been involved, so Mm. I got to pull it together. (laughs) Because it was was like a work (laughs) emergency. So, I had to, you know, jet down to my office and, and handle this, that, and the third, but I was in space for most of it i don't really recall what the issue was i know we got it fixed i don't know what the solution was because i wasn't really there um <laughs> you was there but you wasn't there i was there but i wasn't there you could have so, been agreeing to some crazy sh- hey i could have signed my life away there's i mean i don't know there's no telling what the fuck went down mm-hmm. um but they lucky that i made it in one piece i made it home safely don't drink and drive y'all thank god <laughs> for sure but especially in Houston. so and then you know Every day I make sure to go and visit my mom, drop her off her little chocolates and flowers and whatever. So I wrapped up the work day, went and stopped by the flower shop, picked that up, dropped that off to her. And we ended up talking and spending some time. And I ended up staying the night at her house because our discussions went so far into the morning. She didn't want me on the road. Mm. So I stayed the night. Then I left from over there like mid-morning. And then I had to pick up my Valentine's Day weekend. So we jetted over to Austin wow. and, and had a good time out there. So that's pretty much what that's it good. consisted you, you, of. You had a little bump in the road, but it was all good. <laughs> couple of bumps, but you know. A <laughs> couple of bumps. A <laughs> couple of bumps. But all in all, it wasn't too um, crazy. I've definitely had crazier Valentine's Days back when I was, you know, I don't want to say hoeing. I would like to say I was, you know, I was I was gaining experience points. There you go. Because I wasn't fucking all these niggas. Uh-huh. But, you know, everybody goes, well, not everybody. Some people go through a phase where, you know, you have a team of people and you're just gaining experience points by meeting and talking to people. Fuck that. Everybody has a whole face. <laughs> everybody. But 
I'm not even out there like that. Now I had a whole phase. It, but is it really a whole phase if everyone has it? it yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know. That's just like a teenage phase, a emo phase. Everybody got that whole phase. A, a dog. <laughs> okay. Well, it's all right. Well, I, I guess technically, given the timeline, it fell within my whole phase. If we <laughs> if we gotta call it that. I mean, some people's whole phase is lighter than others. Absolutely. And you know what's crazy? I have like, okay. Now as a person, I am extremely methodical. Mm. And I feel like there is a quota that every young woman must meet. That quota is slightly different for women of color. <laughs> slightly different. Um, but in general, I feel like women have a quota that they have to meet at a specific time in their lives. Mm. We will get into that at another episode. Cause we can't talk about that shit today. Oh man, I was excited. <laughs> I was no, like, we gonna. Like, what's the quarter? No, 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 <laughs> dog. But you know what? When we uh, do our dating episode, uh huh, let's go all over all of that because oh, okay. it has to be discussed. Because I personally think if you abide by this kind of structure mm-hmm. <laughs> and you go by this this quota in this system that I have, mm-hmm. it kind of controls certain factors. And it puts you out of harm's way if you just mm. out there sloppy and jumping around and acting crazy. Yeah. You know? I definitely understand that. So, anyhow. As a guy, though, I ain't got no quarter. <laughs> I ain't got no system. I'm just going with the flow. But Whatever can happens, do that. happens. Huh? Men can do that. I know. That's why, that's I'm, so that's why I started with as a man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because I know it's different. Okay. I know it's different. Mm. Yeah. Man, come on, man. See, you know what? That whole that double standard shit. We're gonna talk about that. Okay, but are we, are we gonna talk about are we gonna talk about how trash dating is though? I mean shit, let's get into it, because dating is trash. Dating is absolute trash. Yeah. I don't know if it's a generation thing or just millennials are trash, mm-hmm. or is it the new age, the internet? What is it? It's definitely a combination. <laughs> for sure i can't quantify each one of them motherfuckers mm. but it's a nasty little snowball of all of that bullshit i hate i hate dating i hate it here i, hate <laughs> I fucking hate it here i do hate it here are you kidding me dating is fucking bullshit okay Every, everybody's playing games and and ghosting people Dog. online dating is is counterproductive it's crazy you know what i and i don't give a fuck who got an issue with it you could fight me and then go lay your ass down with the baby in the back. <laughs> with I a black do eye. not believe, <laughs> I do not um believe for myself personally. Let me let me put it on me. That whole online dating shit for a variety of reasons will never be the move for me. I'm gonna just go outside. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go outside because people have a weird way of redirecting shit. Mm-hmm. It's like designed for one thing, and then once it becomes popular, you get the fucked up people who take it in a completely different direction. Oh yeah, that's with everything. It's never, it's never the actual thing that's fucked up. It's the people that find a way to fuck it up. There you go, because humans are trash. Yeah, it's like Twitter is is great, but then people find a way to fuck it up. Twitter is the global ghetto. <laughs> that's dope. Twitter is the a. Hey, tell me I'm global fucking ghetto. wrong. Twitter is the global ghetto. Facebook is the local ghetto. And IG 
is the fucking ghetto, but everybody pretending they ain't fucking hood. Like, like you the, have been to the like, projects. It's like the ghetto bougies. <laughs> it's like the ghetto bougies. You have been to the projects to visit somebody and it looks terrible, but then you go inside and they apartment decked the fuck out and shit because they Hell rent 38. Yeah. Uh, you know how many goddamn aquariums I've seen in the hood? <laughs> <laughs> That's Instagram. <laughs> That's IG. Like, y'all niggas don't even have room for this aquarium. You don't have room for It takes for up the whole wall. Yeah, it'd be some bullshit in there. So, yeah. So, yeah. Twitter is uh, the global ghetto. Twitter is the global ghetto, and these dating apps are trash. It's, it's just, I don't, I don't think it's, it's it's made right for us. Like, all we're doing is swipe, 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 swipe. And then, like, even, and then it's, it's different for, like, men and women. Because mm. on the women's side, from what I hear, mm. it's just hundreds and hundreds of men messaging and DM them the craziest and weirdest Sick shit motherfuckers. and all the dick pics and every once in a while it's a decent guy talking about hey <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said decent I don't and, know about that <laughs> and if and if they get a message it's usually a dry ass conversation don't last more than like four messages Mm-mm. and then it's on to the next one there's a lot of matches I would get I don't fuck with social I don't, social media. I don't fuck with dating apps no more. Uh-huh. But that's because I'm like, it's not helping me. Like it's not doing nothing for me. Damn. Right. Uh. I feel like, as a male to be successful in online dating, you either have to be an A plus, like a ten. Okay. Or you have to be really low. <laughs> Wait, what? Ain't no in between? No. The average men do not get play. I don't Damn. think so. Don't think and you that. feel like the fucking scumbags get play? Yes. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Ugh, <laughs> you know I don't know. What the hell? Ugh. And then these, these A-plus guys be charming up these C-ass women. And Ooh. these C-ass women be thinking they A-plus. So then these B-plus men go to the C-ass women and they be like, oh, nah, you you a B-plus, nigga? <laughs> get your B-plus ass. <laughs> Yo, get your, get your C-minus ass down here. Oh, my here. God. Bitch, if you don't sit your satisfactory ass down, <laughs> let some of that air at your chest, bitch. Your job said Dunkin' Donuts, nigga. Uh-uh, man, come on, man. Come on. But just in general, and, and then the thing is, I don't know if it's, it's generational or not. As I, I, I'm going to keep saying that, but I think we've gotten so used to social media and the fact that you could just unfollow somebody and not deal with it or block somebody and not deal with it. Mm-hmm. People tend to bring that into their actual lives. Oh, man. For sure. Yeah. So there's been a lot of times where I'm actually like chopping it up with a girl. Like I actually got a number. We probably met each other, all that stuff. But out of nowhere, I just get ghosted. Like there's nothing. No phone calls. No text messages. No and explanation. It, yeah. And the thing is, it's it's cool if you chose somebody else or you feel like I, we ain't right. But mm-hmm. tell me that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? We grown. Mm-hmm. I, what am I going to be like? Fuck you, bitch. And I'm like, no. Hey, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Let me advocate for okay. women real quick. Okay. Because I do understand that that's common decency. Mm-hmm. To be like, hey, 
I'm not really feeling <laughs> the things. Um, <laughs> I want the things to stop and goodbye, good luck. Okay. I know that that's like common decency. However, I know at least one time in every woman's life, and I'm fairly confident about this, that they have dealt with rejecting a man in some capacity. And this motherfucker is belligerent. So much so to where you don't know if you should take his threat seriously. Men yeah. are crazy. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I can could, I could agree with that. I can, But it's just like, man, y'all got to fix that shit too. I know. Because if you're not crazy, yeah. it's like, what the fuck you treat me yeah, like? Yeah, y'all got to stop being so goddamn belligerent. Yeah. And maybe girls won't fucking ghost me and just tell me they don't like me. <laughs> but here's, okay, so this is my proposal to you. Because okay. I, I do understand... And oh, thank God, knock on wood, I haven't been on the bad end of ghosting so far in my life. I hope that doesn't change. But, you know, people ain't shit. <laughs> they really aren't. you damn right. Um, And that's partly attributed to once I sense niggas moving funny, all right, I'm out. <laughs> so I probably clipped it sooner so enough before it happened. So you the first one out. I, oh, yeah, I jump ship easily. I, disqual- um, I disqualify people in real life. <laughs> that's kind of like blocking on uh social media yeah. in real life i will dq you yeah nigga all right later dq yeah just if i sense it's going in, i gotta in the i gotta direction. start doing that like you gotta girl, start dq people just be like DQ, just text them dq dq for real no for real <laughs> be like, oh all right well at this point you're now disqualified from um contacting and communicating with me if you want to continue to talk you grown but I it's gonna even, be a monologue i would <laughs> even appreciate that petty shit uh, well, hey, but but here's the thing. I want to present this to you, though. Okay. So, given your side of it, you're not one of them crazy men that's going to put anybody in harm's way because no. of rejection. Mm-hmm. However, if you put yourself in the shoes of a woman and you do not know that, which is worse, gambling on something happening to you or gambling with hurting somebody's feelings? Take yourself out of it. I understand the gambling with somebody's feelings. You gonna put yourself in harm's way to risk no, being no, no, nice? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I understand that. But if a guy is gonna be belligerent, I feel like he's gonna be belligerent either way. But can you risk it though? Because sometimes it's not that way. They're literally, and I've witnessed it on several occasions. Uh-huh. A switch is flipped, and it is terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. These niggas out here crazy. They are, and they fucking it up for everyone. But I feel like I, I just if someone if if a nigga's crazy and a belligerent already, the moment you go some, he gonna probably start searching you up and trying to find you and shit like that. Anyway, it could, it could, but I know personally, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah, roll yeah, the dice facts. on that. You know, I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm advocating for ghosting. I'm just saying I can understand one of the reasons. But humans are trash, and a lot of these bitches do not want to boss up and take accountability. They yeah. just don't like conflict. So I think that's where most of it comes from. Oh yeah, and that, and that, there was one time where you know, uh, we was we was all good. This girl went to Hawaii, and she was taking pictures and shit. And as soon as she got from Hawaii, she stopped all contact with me. What the fuck? I'm like, what kind of dick she got in Hawaii? Uh- <laughs> Dog, she done got some vacay dick on that ass and switched up. But I'm home dick. What the? I know. <laughs> this is home base with bitch. <laughs> you got me fucked up. <laughs> but 
she she was ignoring me for a while. I was like legit worried because she flying from Hawaii and then I don't get none. I was like, well, shit, like a plane crash or oh, you bitch, are you dead? Or, yeah, <laughs> nigga, you dead or what? Like, but uh, bitch, you better be dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucked up thing to say. You better be dead, ignoring me. <laughs> but the thing, the crazy thing was, I um, I had given up, right? Mm-hmm. And I had figured out in like Facebook messaging, you could like change like the colors and shit on there. So I went to her thing because I was like, she's not gonna respond anyway. And I changed the theme color, and then she changed it back. Wait, what? She changed it back. So then I text a bunch of question marks like, yo, what was that? What the fuck? I didn't get nothing. And so I changed the color back again, and then she changed the emoji. (gasps) And so I was like, so we going to talk about what happened? Nothing. So eventually, I got a little frustrated, and I said, yo, stop fucking with me. You fucking with me or not, right? Yeah. And then she was like, IDK. She with three letters? Yes. She didn't even spell the shit out? No. This bitch is heartless. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch is evil. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, Dan, I'm out. I'm out. God damn. So, I mean, there's definitely both sides. Like, this this is a fucked up thing. Men doing fucked up thing. Women do. I could definitely understand a lot of the safety reasons. Mm-hmm. For women, but it it just sucks. Like as a decent human being, yeah, I gotta get the bad end for all the jackasses out here. But Mm-mm-mm. dating is trash. Dating is trash. What you think? Hey, <clears throat> I one hundred percent agree with that sentiment. Um, dating is ass. There's a whole lot of almost psychological warfare involved. Yeah. Everything's a game now. It is. It's yeah. a game, and it's like, this shit is is exhausting, and it's draining, mm. and it really can jade you and make you feel like, okay, this is not worth it. Yep. It's not worth the games. Like, I could just go chill at home. You yep. feel me? I ain't got to deal with none of this bullshit. Yep. Honestly, there was a lot of times where I was thinking, like, you know, I'll, I'll be all right just being single. For a really long time, man, and then winter happens. <laughs> oh, oh, goddamn! The, the old winter blues. Huh? You know what I'm saying? And you know what's really hard too, because the way people move, it kind of—I don't want to say dehumanizes people, but it makes them move a little bit more without being conscientious of humans and human emotions. Yeah, and you know, people feel things. Like, come on now. Yeah. The, the things that you say to people, the way you behave, it literally causes a series of chemical reactions in the brain. Yeah, for sure. It's not, a, you know, sticks and stones may yeah. break my bones. It's not that it's not, simple. It's not just black and white and everything. You know what I'm saying? You're dealing but with you human beings. I think there's a, there's a trend because, you know, there was a while where all you would see is memes about, oh, I don't fuck with nobody. I'm one deep. I don't yeah. do this. And then after that, it started being, I think people got numb to their own emotions. Mm-hmm. And when you get numb to your own emotions, how are you going to expect to have empathy for other people's emotions? You fucking can't. Right? Yeah. That, and with all this technology and shit, we staying in a house, we here by ourselves, you know, most of the people got their own apartments. We just here, just... <laughs> just kicking it, yeah. Just kicking it by ourselves and everything, and we, we lose that sense of touch with other people. 
just human interaction. Hell yeah. Yeah. And we think we're getting that human interaction from social media and we not. No, hell no. That's not the same. Yeah. Not the same. No. You don't even respond to certain cues the same anymore. Yeah. And you know, that has to be tricky, especially for men, right? Because some men aren't, um, they aren't put in positions to where they have to develop being mm-hmm. into it and being intuitive. Mm-hmm. So they miss certain cues, and especially since women are fluently mm-hmm. speaking in cues most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, very rarely do you have somebody explicitly say, "This is A, B, and C. Let's do A, B, and C." Mm-hmm. It's all cues. Um, so if you take men who sometimes don't speak cues, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you put them behind the wall of social media mm-hmm. twenty three hours a day, six days a fucking week. <laughs> That's going to make them even worse when it comes to in-person interactions. Yep. So it's like something that should have been streamlining the process of getting with your match, like online dating. It makes it worse. Yeah. Because by the time this nigga gets to you, he's not <laughs> yep. he's not a fully developed grown man in that aspect yep. anyway. And let me tell you, just, just talking about myself, but I'm pretty sure a lot of other men deal with this as well. Your cues... Better be clear as fuck, man. <laughs> if you want me to approach you, like I'm not taking no chances <laughs> with no weak ass cues. <laughs> you winking at me, bitch. I don't know if this dirt in your eye or something. Like you want somebody to say, "Hey, excuse me, I'm winking at you." <laughs> Is that what you want? Like what the fuck? No, because I'm not doing none of that shit. I- I'm just gonna miss the boat. Because what the fuck? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how many women gonna catch the boat. Hey, ex- tap you on the shoulder. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm winking at you. <laughs> okay, that's you know. weird. I'm, I'm winking at you. Winking. I don't know if you saw me from across the room, but I wanted to look you in your face and wink. That's weird. No. That's weird. But I'm, just me, I'm not, I'm not on approach people like that. Mm. So if I don't get serious cues from somebody, which is why I'm better with, uh, I'm not as good with, at dating with online dating as in dating with people that, I've already been around. Oh, you see my new people. Because then I can observe them a little bit better. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, but like brand new people, a stranger just looking at me. I'm like, I don't know why they looking at me. I'm not going <laughs> to. They winking at you, though. They winking at you. Fam. The cues. Fam. You got to learn them. You got to learn them. So I'm going to go up to her and be like, oh, I seen you winking at me. <laughs> and she going to be Boy, like, Boy, my contact is dry. Get out of my face. <laughs> I move around. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Excuse me, that's harassment. <laughs> the fuck? You gonna be trending on Twitter? Uh, Twitter in thirty minutes. Trending on Twitter. Trending on Twitter in thirty minutes. Fucking with that. To take on coffee, 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 coffee. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like dating is trash. It has become the Olympics for fuck shit, and <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, you know, motherfuckers get tired. I'm. T- hard <laughs> yeah it's gotten to the point where where i see a lot of people on social media is like yo if you got somebody just deal with it hold <laughs> on just do you hear me it, hold on it's dry out here dog it's dry here you know what oh my god i saw the most i don't want to say the this shit was fucking depressing it was hilarious but it was really fucked up it was only hilarious because it wasn't me Okay, if it was me, I'd be hurt, hurt. That's honest. But 
somebody was on uh, Twitter. I don't even remember her name, but it came from like a verified account. And she was talking about, <laughs> wait a minute. She was talking about how she had just left a Valentine's Day date with her boyfriend of two years. They went to see Issa Rae's new joint, her movie. Mm. Uh, what is that? A uh, photograph or something? The photograph. Yeah. I still ain't seen this shit. I need to see it. Oh, yeah. Um, You thought I would have worked it into my fucking weekend. It just didn't happen. <laughs> um, but I, I need to catch that. But she said she left the photograph with her boyfriend of 10, of, sorry, not 10 years, two years. And that motherfucker broke up with her after the movie. So they went on a full Valentine's Day date. They did the things. And they said the words, and they ate the food, and they watched the movie. And that nigga was like, so what you about to do? Because <laughs> I'm not doing this no more. Damn. On Valentine's Day. So I need you to tell me, is that something that you would like to have happen? Or do you want some? Because if you know that your partner's like, I'm at the end of my rope, this shit got to go. Yeah. And it got to go today. Yeah. Do you want them to start off at the top of Valentine's Day with their shit, like exit? Or are you okay with them going through the motions and then at the end of the day saying, look, I'm done? No, you got to start that shit off the top. <laughs> I feel the same way. Tell me that shit off the top. We can go mm. ahead and cancel this, be on the way, and go home. You hear me? <laughs> Save the money. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I just saw a fucking love movie and you going to tell me it's over after? Dog, and here's my thing. And I, I know just a lot like of women. He was in the movie the whole time, just like, I can't wait to. But think about it, and this is why I need to see the movie. Think about it. Maybe the content of the movie moved this nigga, and he was like, I don't love this bitch like this. <laughs> I need me an Issa Rae. This bitch over here, I don't even like her. It's been two years. Let me go and find somebody else. Look at baby girl, you ain't it. See, that's the Instagram thing. <laughs> that's the Instagram shit. Trying to, trying to find something that's unrealistic. Dog, the movie's got your head turning. Like you know, somebody wrote that, right? <laughs> like <laughs> somebody wrote that out their mind. Like the it's not fully realistic. Like, like man, this nigga Lakeith, this nigga Lakeith Stanford, he's spitting up there. <laughs> I gotta go find me real some real love. This bitch ain't cutting it. <laughs> this nigga spitting. This motherfucker spitting on the screen. Dog, he talking to me. But I know. Me and a whole lot of other women, especially like my friends, I know for a fact, let us know at the top of the day, just like you said, mm. because there are too many things that go on over the course of Valentine's Day. You know how many things you done fucked up for me by breaking up with me at the end of the day? Not only am I never going to be able to watch this movie again. Yeah. Whatever wine we drink, I can't stomach that shit no more. Yeah. Whatever cologne you had on, I don't want to smell that shit ever again. Whatever meal, and God forbid it's my favorite meal, I'm tearing all of this shit up. I don't want to eat it no more. There, everything that happened that day for me, and I know my friends the same way. You have ruined that for me. Damn. That's Tell heavy. me at the top. That's heavy. Don't fuck that. Don't fuck up the photograph for me. Issa Rae out here trying to win. Okay, I, and I you didn't ruin the whole that, movie. If that happened to me, I still fuck up my favorite meal. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. let go of my favorite meal now. Nah, but. I ain't gonna want to smell this. What the fuck is this? Are these scallops? Get this shit out of my face. Every time I see scallops. <laughs> well, what I will, I might remember a song that, that was playing on the radio in the car or or something like that. There's mm-hmm. songs I have where I can't really listen to because it brings me back to like a bad memory of like a relationship or something. But like right. food, no. Nah. <laughs> this nigga said, oh, I'm going to eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat. Yeah, I'm going to eat. Food over you. You got me fucked up. <laughs> <Nuh-uh>. <laughs> you got me fucked up in these streets. I'm gonna eat, bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. 
I'm gonna but no, nah, I'm sorry. Entire meals would be ruined for me. Do you know? Oh my god, <laughs> there is an entire <laughs> cologne that I cannot stand the smell of. I be wanting to snatch the head off the shoulders of whatever motherfucker passed me wearing it. I'm not gonna name it. Okay, so what is the what is I, the cologne? I'm not gonna tell you what cologne okay. it is because okay. I know how to you know emote like an adult. I can um, control it, but inside, okay, okay. I'm like I want to punch this nigga in his it's face because he smells like that. I was like just that. asking for my own safety. <laughs> You know, just in case, you know. No, nah, I'm if you if you come in here smelling like that, I'ma just I'ma chill, but in the back of my mind be like, Man, fuck this nigga. Not you. The nigga <laughs> the nigga who, who ruined the, the cologne for me, man, fuck this nigga. Okay. But as I said before about the ghosting shit. Right. If I were to ever come in here with this cologne, uh huh, I want you to tell me. I I don't know if I'd be able to like I would probably be like too embarrassed. To be like, I'm I'm sorry. Because what if it's your favorite cologne? Nah, I didn't fuck that up for you. Nah, I just won't wear it. I don't give a shit about cologne that much. <laughs> <laughs> like. Well. Like, if I, just, if I just happen to be wearing a cologne coming in here and it's some shit you don't like, I was like, well, shit, I'm going to make sure I don't wear right. it next time. Shit. It's enough of that. Okay, well, that, you know, that's good to know. <laughs> but I don't want to put nobody in that position just because there are, you know, certain I don't want to say triggers. That's a heavy word. But there are things that remind me oh, yeah, of a time sure. in my life where I just, I don't want to remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. You're damn right. But, yeah, I just thought that whole story, I was like, that is the epitome of dating is trash. Y'all were together for two fucking years, and you did that shit after a Valentine's Day date. Not on, you ruined that holiday for her. That's crazy. And you was in that... He was in there so girl I wonder face if this was years. something he was contemplating like the whole time. He had to have been. It's just something that just came up during the movie. You know what? Because if it was something he was contemplating, then this is some petty shit. That is some petty low key shit. some bitch shit coming from a guy. <laughs> like this fucked up. Yeah. For you to like take it, you spent money <coughs> on mm-hmm. this breakup. Yeah. Take her all like a whole day, make her feel special, just to drop her at the end. Mm-hmm. You wanted her to feel that. You did. You know what I wonder? And you never really know the dynamics of somebody's relationship, right? We don't know if she could have been into some weird shit. Mm. And he found out about the shit and wanted to get her. You know what I'm saying? This could have been some saying, get we back. never know. Yeah. She could have been in her whole face. She could have been in the whole face. But the thing is, I don't know, two years? Even if you feel like this was on some get back type of shit, two years? Two years is a long time. That's a long time for you to flush it on Valentine's Day at the end of the day. Yeah. After a romantic and intimate, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But then again, two years, a lot of feelings are involved. And if his feelings was up here and all of a sudden it crashed to the ground or was something crazy. Mm-hmm. Somebody might be crazy enough to do something like that. It could be. And that goes back to people playing with people's emotions. Yep. I feel like everybody plays on their phone so much. We play video games all day. That's what I'm saying. And you, social you media, lose everybody touch. think it's a game and jokes and stuff, and you bring yeah. them on the real life. These are human people you're dealing with. Yep. You know what I find to be really fucked up? And I'm torn as a fan. I don't know if you heard about that shit with Lil, uh, not Lil Baby, get so many motherfucking baby rappers. God Y'all niggas need to grow up. Um, <laughs> not Lil Baby, uh, the baby out of North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about the bullshit that he's been involved in, but anybody who listens to him knows he claims his baby mama Mimi. Mm-hmm. Not claims her like that's my woman, but claims her like that's the mother of my child. She got my daughter. 
and she ain't going nowhere and I'm gonna fuck on that thing when I want to and she gonna let me and she's done <laughs> she's done interviews where she was she echoed the same sentiment like that's my boo we ain't together but that's gonna be my boo and I'm like first of all bitch that shit is unhealthy <laughs> I don't know what kind of agreement y'all got but is this a <laughs> that ain't we ain't together but that's my boo y'all need to see somebody about that shit but anyway nigga y'all not Usher Oh, Kids, y'all, not. y'all really not Started when we was younger You were my My boo <laughs> No uh uh-uh. uh y'all, y'all gotta tighten this shit up Especially as a woman Like you, you have to tighten it up However I do understand the I guess her side of it Even though I don't know her personally I know she had a son before him mm-hmm. And he kind of took that son as his own mm-hmm. So I can see her having a certain Sentiment tied to their relationship and having his baby and then her son has been taking care of his whole life even though that's not his oh yeah for sure i can get her being loyal in that sense that's a that's a connection that can't be broken that, that, that there is. you go that's yeah. familial true like true family yeah. not no weird shit but here's what makes it even more fucked up if you have that kind of bond to where you took her son who is not your bio kid mm. as your own why would you play her on the internet like this Wow, what did he do? So this nigga got a whole bitch pregnant, like oh. a whole other woman, and his baby mama is pregnant with their second bio child, but their third child as a family. So he's out here getting multiple women pregnant. Multiple women pregnant, and he, in true nigga fashion, leaned on the excuse, "Well, we wasn't together." Man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> you knew you was putting bitches in a position to get knocked up. Together or not, if you raw dogging this bitch, you got to chill, dog. You have yeah. to chill. Yeah. And he got a whole other woman pregnant. And his baby mama went and aired his ass out on the internet. Wow. And it's crazy because she's been 10 toes from the beginning. Wow. So you know it's crazy. You man. know she is fed the fuck Man, up. you already got a baby in the oven. Don't be put going around putting other ovens in, in, in work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, For real. That's crazy. I don't know what the fuck it is with rapper. I think you know what? As a rapper, if you like attain a certain level of success, contraceptives probably give them like hives or something. I think they develop an allergy yeah. to contraception. Yeah. It's like a rule, like the way you demonstrate you have money, you gotta get a chain. That's in the record deal? You it is. You have to get a chain. You have to get a lot of bitches. They have to have fake bodies. That's a clause. Uh, you have to get um, some kind of gold or platinum or something in your mouth. If you're not going to do that, then an alternative is you got to have a bunch of children out of wedlock. And absolutely no good. This nigga baby did both. <laughs> he got a mouthful of white gold with diamonds in there and he got oh, children. Oh, no. The baby making babies. Baby on baby on baby. Baby on babies. When he made a song called Baby on Baby, he was predicting his own future. Baby on Baby on motherfucking Baby. Go on, baby. I was like, why would you even put yourself in a position to knock up this bitch? And he seems like a stand-up guy when it comes to his kids. Let me find out he out here making babies on like a marketing scheme. Mm. It might be. He probably got a new album coming out. I'm like, look, I call myself the baby. And I'm out here making babies. I'm out here making babies, nigga. This nigga spitting. This motherfucker spitting baby on baby on baby on baby. <laughs> okay, so if this is true, would you say that he's living his raps? Ooh, <laughs> you know what's oh, that's difficult, and I'm gonna tell you why it's difficult. I know he's definitely living his raps on the gun side. <laughs> you know what? When it comes I, to the hood shit, 
when he when it comes to the hood shit, he's definitely live, definitely living his raps. Um, ain't no capping his rap when it comes to that. My issue is he. I feel like he's not being as loyal to his baby mama Mimi. Like he don't shout nobody out in his records like he does. Mm. But he, he will turn around in the same breath and talk about fucking other bitches. So, you All know. The time. But I don't know. He likes to talk about fellatio. Like a lot. I just, all, the, all these rappers like to talk about fellatio a lot. I feel like he was just not not getting no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was just, you know, collecting throats. I thought that's what it was. And so when they said he had a baby, I was like, what the fuck? This nigga is the throat collector. <laughs> what the fuck is throats. you doing in some random pussy and you got a baby on the way? <laughs> Didn't you say one of your records? No, I don't. I don't want that. But I take some head though. You cool with that? You you fucking with that? This this nigga said <laughs> you that. You fucking with that? You cool with that? You good? <laughs> the fuck? I don't want no pussy. Though. I just what did he say? Him and Stunner, Stunner for Vegas. I just want your face. I don't want the rest of you. So yep. y'all niggas ain't fucking these bitches like that. There's Why a lot of rappers that Roddy Rich talk about getting getting head three times in the box. That's a number one song. No hands with it. Roddy Rich out here collecting throats. <laughs> Fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> Fuck what y'all talking about. I need them to get some pussy though. I need them. These niggas is getting pussy. To Roddy at least, Rich. To at least consider the pussy though. Hey, but they are though. Roddy Rich, his baby mama is pregnant again. Oh my god. So they, you know, they fucking these women. Like <laughs> they fucking these women. I don't. I don't know what to tell y'all. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell y'all. They out here fucking these women. But you know what? I like when I found out that um the baby's baby mama Mimi was pregnant again, it's like, you know, at least she's managing her body count yeah. kind of responsibly. Mm. If you're gonna have another child out of wedlock, at least you know, it's with the same woman. But yeah. then this shit pop up and it's like I'm torn as a fan. It's like, nigga, what are you what you doing? Cause at least he was respectable when he was talking about fuck shit. Now you just sound like another fuck nigga. Yeah, he's a very talented artist. So I hope he don't like ruin his career with all this crazy shit he doing. Mm. But it, it's, it's it's almost like a cycle. It's like somebody make a hit or, or two good hits, and then all the background shit in their life start coming up. They start fucking up because they can't adjust to the fame because people get famous way too fast these they days, they and do. they can't adjust. And then they they move on. But you know what, though? I found it interesting that even though his baby mama aired him out on the internet, he didn't come at her with no malice. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that is attributed to the fact that this motherfucker is wrong and he know it. Nigga, you dead wrong. Oh, yeah, For shit that you're doing. Now, it does appear that Mimi knew to a degree that another bitch was pregnant and then something else happened in their relationship, so she threw all the cards on the table mm. because she said it, on one of her Instagram posts that she ain't have no issue with the baby. A baby is a blessing. It's all the other shit that you doing, that you lying to your fans like you the stand-up guy and you on some bullshit. Yeah. So it sounds like a hodgepodge, a hodgepodge of fuck shit, but I thought it was cool that he didn't come at her on no malicious stuff. Yeah. Like, he could have done, like, the most city done, like, yeah. zero, and wrote a whole song, I hate you, bitch. <laughs> and you know a lot of and you know a lot of people would have would sided with him. You oh, for sure, because of how she did it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just the fact because he's famous. Oh, and yeah, and he's a man too. He holds the cards. Goddamn. He holds the cards. But yeah. you know he fucked up, so he folded. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm surprised he didn't go the route of dragging her because he could have, and he could have had the support of everybody because Hell he's yeah. the baby. 
But speaking of hating bitches. Ooh. <laughs> that was that was aggressive. <laughs> Let's talk about zero. Oh, okay. The cricket officer. The cricket officer. Cricket off. Hey. Yo. Zero is like my favorite Houston artist. Really? Yes. Now I don't know why that surprises me, but it does. Really? It really does. Because he makes a lot of depression shit. Yes. I'm depressed. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, since you put it that way, <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, and people may not agree with this, I feel like Zero is the original sad boy of the South. He oh. was just a thug, and he masked it really well. Like he was fucking swole he been in and out of jail but zero is a sad boy or he was oh yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah i could see that but he's elevated from the sad boy image to mm-hmm. the anti-social image <laughs> <laughs> it's true one of it's his true. last albums was called no love boulevard like um, he remains to talk about how he don't like people he doesn't this nigga spitting. I don't like people either. This motherfucker spitting. <laughs> this motherfucker spitting, Zero. Damn. <laughs> but I be listening to his music and it had me thinking like, just like you said with Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. if someone were to not know about Zero, it was what the fuck? Why are you in Houston? <laughs> Stay away. Go away. Go home, dog. What three songs would I give them to turn them around? Mm. So he's he's these three songs that I thought of. Man, it's hard, dog. Shit. Automatic, the number one is most city done. I don't care if you like it or not. Uh, well, you're gonna say it. You're you have to. It. That's an anthem. Yeah, you're gonna hear that. It's an anthem, and I if you don't know the words, I'm looking at you funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at you weird. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Second one. I don't give a damn. Because <laughs> I don't give a damn. I love it. Because one thing I really like about Zero is that even though he got all this negative shit, mm-hmm. he has a lot of positive shit as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of gets swept under the rug a little bit because everybody like, yeah, fuck bitches. It definitely does. This nigga, but, I hate you, bitch. I hate your baby mama. Uh, like, this one song I really like, I wanted to put it called These Days. Mm-hmm. But he make a lot of kind of... He made some comments about homosexuality. <laughs> He's done that several times. Uh, yeah. But in in this case, at this time, maybe I wouldn't show that to a new person. <laughs> maybe just keep that in the back burner. Yeah, not in today's <laughs> climate. Yeah. But that's one of the um, that's one of the most uh, that's one of the good positive songs that I like from him. Uh, the mm-hmm. third one, one deep. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Got to be one deep. Uh, just just that one because I consider myself a loner. So that's the main reason why I get with Zero a lot because yeah. I can feel a lot of what he's saying, right? Mm-hmm. Even though he's a little strings, extreme sometimes. Like he'd be mad his toes don't. He'd be mad his toes burnt in the morning <laughs> and shit. But, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't need no help. No, that's no help. But no help is dope too. Uh, but I really like One Deep. I've I've had that on like repeat multiple times. Just when I'm feeling like fuck people, fuck the world. Damn. That's the main song I would play. That's like the number one on the playlist of fuck the world. One Deep. 
That's fucked up. Okay. If I had to formulate a list, that was going to be on there. But you know, you got it. No, you can do that. You got it. If it's your three, it's your three. You got it. You know what I'm saying? No, because I'm already taking one of yours. Okay. My number one is Mo City Dawn. Uh, freestyle. But period. that's automatic, though. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's a given. Um, Again, if you don't know at least a snippet from the song and you from down here, I'm looking at you funny and oh, I yeah. probably don't trust you. <laughs> You starting off on the wrong foot. Are you sure you from here? Like, like what the fuck? Now this nigga lying about something. Somebody keep eyes on this nigga. He's still out of purses or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who you are and where you from, but you got to go on somewhere else. So that's my number one. My number two, hands down, is I hate you. I feel like the antisocial um, approach and just the, that's a way of life at this point. And with, in the age of uh, social media, that's even more so a thing. So I feel like if I had to bring somebody aboard, um, especially in the African American community, um, niggas hate women. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> History uh, indicates that niggas hate women, um, especially their baby mamas. Man. And this is just the anthem of being fed up with your fucking baby mama, and then also not liking human beings in general. I don't even have baby mama. I felt that. Okay, this motherfucker spitting. <laughs> so <laughs> I hate you is my number two. I hate you, bitch. So I'm trying to see. I'm really I'm leaning toward from the south. From the south. As my number three. Okay. Just because that is a quintessential Houston feel. Oh yeah. As far as the production, um, the cadence, all of it is like that is yeah. Houston in a in a bubble. That one's a little outside of zero light. Like you showed it at the numbers, like this is not only me showing you zero, this is me showing you the city. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's a dope three. So that that's my three since you got one one deep. I couldn't take two of yours. Fuck. So I was like, <laughs> let me let me get somebody else some get some uh, variety to get these people in. But yeah, that oh, yeah. that'll have to be my three to bring in a new uh zero listener. That's what's up. So speaking of Houston hip hop scene. Oh. And the strip club scene. Wait, what? <laughs> There's a lot of Houston rappers in strip clubs, and Houston is big on strip clubs. Let's let's not. I'm not even gonna pretend like I don't know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Let's talk about why these strippers need twerkers comp. Excuse me. They need twerkers comp. I'm sorry, twerkers comp. They are not getting twerkers comp. Okay, they are not getting reimbursed for the injuries that they are having. I feel like. Twerkers comp like okay, hold on, hold on. Do they go to like a benefits presentation for that shit? I don't know. It does it do they get a pamphlet? Twerkers comp. They need it. <laughs> they need the twerkers comp. We need to give them pamphlets. You know what? I'm gonna set up a business. I'm gonna set up an insurance business <laughs> you need just for strippers. And we're gonna call it twerkers comp. Hey, no. So when they fall off poles and shit. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> They can come to me. Wait, wait, wait. I feel so bad for her. I feel so bad. She hit that ground so hard. She hit that ground hard as hell. That was a long drop, too. And she bounced a little bit. Did you see? She, <laughs> that's not funny. I I'm sorry. I should when stop laughing. When people fall and they bounce, that's the funniest shit in the world. I'm she, sorry. She fell from so high up and she bounced, reoriented herself, and then started shaking her ass again. She and resumed it, twerking. And you know what? It didn't really look like people really cared. <laughs> Nobody was moved up. by it Everybody was like oh shit All right. But you know what messed up 
if she didn't lay, she should have just laid still. She started shaking her ass again. My immediate response is, oh, she's still clapping them cheeks. <laughs> Continue. Uh, bartender. You right. You're right. <laughs> Let me hit me with a Kiki Palmer. Fam, I had to like, I had to like throw a, a 20 after that. The ups. I would have went over there and just start making it rain immediately. Right the fuck? There. Oh, goddamn, bitch. I, I saw you fall. Everybody did. But hit this money. Take this money, bitch. <laughs> you deserve at least $300. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize that happened right here in Houston, too. In Houston? Yeah. I knew it was in Texas, but I didn't know it was, like, here. Yep. Not far from here. We got some big-ass stripper falls <laughs> in Houston. I was like, Jesus. Jesus. I was hearing that the angle too might have made the pole look bigger than what it actually was, mm. but still, either way, because that you know, angle can't that that angle can't you know show how long that drop is. Like, here's my issue with that: even if the angle was positioned like in a weird way to make it like to exaggerate it, mm. how big is the facility to where you're that high up to where you can get that crazy ass angle? True. Are you hanging from the ceiling like Spider Man? No, that place <laughs> is fucking big. It's big. And you was upstairs and you saw that shit. Imagine if Spider-Man used his powers just to break into strip clubs. Tommy, Tommy <laughs> McGuire in there looking at ass. Going. Going, going, shaking. You hear me? That's some creep shit. Man, you hear me? It'll probably be when uh he was Venom for a little bit. <laughs> he was black. Niggas love. <laughs> looking at some ass shaking. <laughs> He went home and was like, I gotta get rid of this. Get rid of this flat booty hoe. <laughs> Give me a, a woman with some curves. They, that thing be moving in there. Mary Jane? <laughs> Nigga, what a doja. Okay, hit me with a doja cat one time, please. It'll change Tubby McGuire a little life. He'll oh, be Venom yeah. forever. <laughs> Spider Man is gone. He's gonna be black forever. It's gonna be permanently Spider-Man Venom. gone. Man, please. But, but yeah. we're glad. You know, she's all right. I saw the video. They said she had a broken jaw and everything. I was looking. I was like, damn, I expected for her shit to be like hanging. Right, know? right. But, I did too. And it's sad she had to kind of go get a GoFundMe just to like get, you know, shit for for it to, for her to get help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm glad she all right. That's a big ass fall. And you don't anticipate that level of in of in uh, wait of injury in that industry oh spitting yeah. bars but um <laughs> you yeah you wouldn't anticipate that kind of shit so i can see how a fun and a gofundme would like play into that but Fan, God if i was a stripper and i saw that i would never go that high again uh, ain't no amount of money <laughs> ptsd yeah no she can't go that high no more. It's over. I'm staying on the ground. I'm not even swinging from the. If I swing from the pole, it's just gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be my feet gonna be in the ground. I'm gonna twirl a little bit, and then that's gonna be it. But that up there, and then yeah, she. Sure. I'm sorry. After she bounced, she got to shaking that ass again. So okay, let me ask you. Since you considering going into business and developing this twerkman's comp, not twerkman, twerkers comp. My bad. Me about a year. Okay, so the fact that she bounced off that ground and started shaking her ass again, based on that video, would that disqualify her from cashing in on certain benefits? Bitch, you was okay immediately after you bounced off that ground. Well, usually, usually it would disqualify her. Mm-hmm. But her fucking jaw was hanging <laughs> out of her face. <laughs> so I think that's enough. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
I guess if it was well documented, yeah. <laughs> I think that's enough. And she was holding that shit. <laughs> and it's on video. Even if even if I were to try to disqualify her and she come back and show the video, I'm sorry. Like, oh, God damn. All right. Let's help. Let's okay. help. We got to get you some help. Just tell me what it is. <laughs> we'll write you a check <laughs> for whatever you need. She felt like face first. Yeah, she did. This shit looked really scary, actually. And it it was so fast. Like, how do you even... I mean, we not cast. Like, how do you catch your foot in that fast? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You would think that they would snap their fucking ankle in them big-ass heels before you fucking knock your jaw out of oh, place. Yeah. I was hearing something like, if she would have had her legs a certain way, she could have split her shit. Yeah. Broken her So This shit is scary. Thank God. Thank God, you know, she, it, it didn't do too much. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. her shit is wired shut like Kanye right Don't now. do that shit again. If I go to a strip club and I see you that high, I'm going to get anxiety and I'm going to leave. Okay. Bitch, you stressing me out. I'm already giving you my hard-earned money. Yeah. Don't stress me out in here. I'm about to take my $20 and go to Whataburger. I'm just trying to see some titties, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> don't, ma'am, don't do I it. I can't see titties that high. My eyesight ain't that good. <laughs> bring your ass down, ma'am. <laughs> you got to bring it down, ma'am. <laughs> I can't see your ass. Okay. I can't see your titties. You too high up. <laughs> so give me about a year to start up the business. Calabrese okay. Torkus Comp is is coming. Um, these women, I try not to say bitches, but these women, these these women, these, these exotic women. dancers. Hey, I hand out flyers. Let me know. These exotic dancers need that help. Absolutely. Print out some biz, uh, business cards. I got you. You know, got you on the marketing. Oh yeah. There's a real <laughs> need for it for sure. So speaking of. Supporting these twerkers. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, and we talking about business too. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about support. So, I'm doing a lot, right? I'm doing this podcast, mm-hmm. writing the book. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing some other shit, and sometimes I look for support, right? Rightfully so. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I've stopped looking for support on social media. Ouch. Because it just it just don't happen like that. One thing I've learned in my time of doing music, mm-hmm. and it relates to everything else I'm doing in a creative manner, is <laughs> everything else is doing in a creative manner is friends and family will often not support you as much as strangers will. Oh, that's sad, but it's true. And here's why. Here's my theory. Mm -hmm. Friends and family see you as you, as who you are, as who you've grown up as. Right. Right. So when you come up and say, hey, I'm doing this, they're like, okay, cool. All right, go wash the dishes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And they don't take it seriously until it's actually a big thing. Right. When I were to go up to Houston, because I am from Galveston County, when I go up into like Midtown Houston and do performances, Mm -hmm. there will be so much support. There'll be so much conversation, trading numbers, cards, stuff like that. Right. And one, because Houston is big with, creativity and and being outside the box with a lot of these things music vibe is crazy hell yeah second they don't know me 
all they know is my artists. Yeah. Right? So they don't know me as who I am. They only know me as Calibri's. So they're going to support that part. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm not the only person trying to do stuff. Right. And I believe in teamwork, team effort, community effort. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not supporting my shit at all, should I support your shit? Mm. What do you think? <clears throat> well, okay. Should it should it be like I'm gonna support you regardless, or should it be like, nah? I just feel like you're not fucking with me. Like, is is that like a? I don't know. I don't want to think it's like a positive thing, but you know, it's I, a feeling. It is a feeling, and that's a that's a legitimate feeling, yeah. right? Because we don't really move forward without some sense of reciprocation. Mm-hmm. So everybody, I feel like, is entitled to feeling that way. Here's the thing. Even though you're entitled to certain feeling and experiencing certain emotions, Mm -hmm. you're not entitled to the other person's clock when it comes to that. For sure. What somebody do on your time, that's your side of the court. Soon as it land on your side, then it's on the pop and you can call the shots. I'm not entitled to anything on somebody else's clock. Mm -hmm. And that's a sad reality. Yeah. So you have to go into it thinking, once I start... Supporting you, am I supporting you or am I initiating an unspoken social agreement or contract, so to speak, that Mm. is support for support? If Mm. you go into something with an unspoken agreement, you're going to lose at some point. Oh, yeah. yeah, Right. So for me, and this goes back to like my spiritual beliefs, you have to do things for the sake of doing them. Yeah. And when it comes to online support in person support when it comes to being creative here's what a lot of people miss now artists are very sensitive about their shit oh absolutely they are because it's akin to um, i'm not gonna put the weight of creating a person on the same playing field with creating art but anytime you make something from you it literally is a a manifestation of something that went on inside of your body inside of your brain everything and and then you can see it existing outside of you that shit is trippy yeah and you're protective and you're sensitive about it here's the thing when it comes to consumers the reason that you don't get support at home and you get it from strangers is because nobody is interested in anything that has to do with realism Mm. when someone doesn't know you it's a form of escapism that's why we throw all of our hours into social media. That's crazy. I will procrastinate and not write a paper and not do this and do that because I'm on social media because of escapism, because it literally is um, um, st- sparking certain hormones and chemicals in my brain that yeah. feels pretty good. Yeah. So if you are not able, look at it. if you can't give me escapism, I'm not interested in buying into you. I'm mm-hmm. going to use somebody else. And if you too near me, you can't offer me escapism because I know you in real life. That's why. Do you why, think it's always been like that, or you think there's just a moment of the times? Um, it's always been like that for people who don't operate outside of escapism. Mm. That's always been a thing, and it's gonna be a thing. Here's the issue: more people operate inside of escapism 
now more than ever because of social media and, te- and technology. That yeah, hasn't sure. been a thing. So you had to be forced to be realistic because you didn't have a lot of routes of escape. Now it's escapism everywhere. This little block in your hand is this crazy powerful. Yeah. So I have access to escapism at every second of the day as long as my phone is charged. Yeah. Just thinking, speaking more on optimism other than realism. I just think people, how can I say this? If more people were to support each other and work as a team, we would be doing so much better out here. Especially talking as well, people of color. Mm. If we supported ourselves more, hell yeah, we would be doing so more, so much more. And, and which is why, for a lot of reasons, I still support some people, even though I don't get that back. Right. Because we need it. But I can't yeah. help but sometimes feel a way if I'm trying to do all this mm-hmm. and I don't get nothing. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So You should feel a way. I'll be concerned if you didn't. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, this nigga's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is not the route for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You might want to leave yeah. this shit alone. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I get it, though. Because cause I'm thinking I'm doing all this stuff, and mm-hmm. yes, I do get support, and I'm highly appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. But then I also get, like, a bunch of requests to like people's pages and, and stuff like that. Weird shit. And, and, I, know, and yeah. I know they just, like, mass doing it but it's like you asking me to do this mm-hmm. first of all i ain't spoken to you in like three years okay <laughs> where the fuck did you come from yeah. second of all you ain't been supporting the thing, damn thing i've been doing yeah so unless i'm like really like if if your shit is like really dope to the point like even if it wasn't you i would support it mm-hmm. fully then yeah i would do that yeah excuse me but it's like I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It's crazy. No, I I fully understand. I get what you what you're trying to say, and I mean that's a real that's a real thing. Um, I feel like we well not all, but everyone who is a creative and they put out creative content experiences that phenomenon, especially dealing with niggas. Let's just call it what it is. Yep. Um, but I'm gonna play devil's adv- uh, advocate real quick. Now, when somebody is too near you not to hear you. Mm-hmm. Not only is it not a sufficient um, route of escapism, but when something is too real and it's too close and there is support that's involved, it almost feels like a chore or a responsibility. When in real life, motherfuckers got responsibilities all day long. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of you offering me escapism because I know you, I can't pretend like it's this, that, neck, nigga, I know you. Now that support feels like another thing that I have to check off my list. I got enough shit. You know how many mixtapes I've listened to? Because you're a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're a good person. I've listened to so many goddamn. People aren't good. They're terrible. (laughs) People are awful. I think that's my that's my life. You know what? This episode is showing that I just don't understand like the terribleness of people. There you go. I'm glad you came to that realization. And I'm not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect, but, you know, I do have some decencies upon me that some other people don't have. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. And and I'll be sitting here trying to figure it out, but it's like, 
I be trying to figure out everything. Like I'm, I'm always like cerebral and trying to figure out stuff. And some people be just like, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, no. I mean, but <laughs> I that's that's limited cognition. <laughs> we yeah. don't put too much responsibility on them motherfuckers. No way. <laughs> you can't handle a lot. Just go sit down. Just we go, got it. Go with the baby. Okay, go lay down, dog. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you good for? Like, they just, they, they, I don't know. The motherfuckers just be in the way. But I do understand it. And unfortunately, that's something that, you know, it, that's never going to go away. You got to blow up outside before people at home love you because yeah. it's too real for them. They can't use you to escape. And people need an escape more than ever. And it's just an unfortunate reality. It is. Yeah. So you got to pop somewhere else that's why people move they pop and then they pop at home yeah it's sad but it's gonna continue to be like that because if you too close i can't but that's almost weird when like people when people from galveston county go to houston and they get big and they rep houston they're like why you ain't repping galveston county you hear me nigga, you ain't rep that person <laughs> what the you ain't rep him okay her? for all intents and purposes they don't know y'all niggas out there yeah they got popping in houston so that's what they gonna rep you hear me it's like come on bro the motherfuckers is weird but What's, Speaking on things we should and should not support, mm. let's talk about Radio Houston. Lord have mercy. What's happening? What's going on? Look here. In short, Rodeo Houston 2020 specifically. Other years they be tripping too. But Rodeo Houston 2020 is smoking dick. And I'm going to tell you why they smoking dick. That's this is the only thing like, that they could be smoking for the decisions that they've made this year regarding the lineup. Ooh. Okay. There was like a series of weeks where, let me run it back for people who may not frequent the rodeo or whatever. Every year, the livestock show in rodeo comes to Houston and it's this big festival and it has concerts with a variety of celebrities and you hear rodeo and you think like cowboy boots and country music and shit. Yeah. Now, a lot of the nights are country artists, but they break it up. Like last year, they had Cardi B perform. Yeah. Now, what pissed me off about that is they had Cardi B perform for Black Heritage Night. But that's another episode. <laughs> that's fucked up. They were smoking dick last year, too. <laughs> like, what the fuck? All of these motherfucking artists here right here in the city of Houston. And y'all got Cardi. Anyway. Wow. Now, so this year they did some similar bullshit. They had two or three of the the dates blocked out. You couldn't buy tickets, and they wouldn't reveal which uh, celebrities were going to come perform. So they hyped it up. So we're looking mm. like, who the fuck is going to be? Because um, as far as our community is concerned, um, Khalid, the R&B singer, he's the only one that they announced a long time ago. Mm. And I really want to go see him, but he makes a lot of – never mind – I'm not going to go into what kind of music I think he makes. But on top of the type of music he makes, he's going to be there like on a Wednesday night and shit. And mm. I don't know. But they announced these two dates that were blacked out for the longest. And one of them was Chance the Rapper and Lizzo. <laughs> I can see Lizzo. I say, what the? F-? You know what? Y'all not going to keep disrespecting me in my face. Chance the Rapper and Lizzo. Now, I don't have anything against Chance the Rapper. He is a solidified rapper, artist. He's put in his time. Mm-hmm. However, this man had to bail on an entire tour because nobody was trying to hear about him singing about how he loved Jesus and his wife. 
Okay, call it what the fuck it is. So y'all gonna bring him to Rodeo Houston and gas it up like the fuck? Ain't nobody coming to see Chance. Yeah. I mean, people might come to see Chance, but goddamn. Well, this is the low part of his career. It, it this, exactly of, so, of a roller coaster in the career. This is it's this a is low not point. point, and I'm very confused, especially since we have undeniable rappers right out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Now they consider Lizzo to be a rapper. I don't know why. That's a gross Wait, what? miscalculation. Um, they consider Lizzo to be a rapper. rapper. Yeah, because you know now she's considered. She broke some kind of record by being the first female rapper to do something. I can't remember what it is, but she she she, she don't rap though. I haven't heard a whole album, but she's not a rapper though. She don't rap. She sings and she plays the flute and she be cutting it up. Like she she goes in on stage. There is no denying her as a performer, but she is not a rapper. Now here's my issue. Just to throw out two motherfucking names, you're not going to tell me that Megan Thee Stallion did not tear up 2019. Oh, yeah. She right here out the city. I tear all this shit up. Or to flip this shit over right now, but I'm in my house, so but I'm not going to tear this up. Though, right? I don't give a damn about that. <laughs> I don't give a damn about that. Okay, cool. If Lizzo is from here, all right, fuck all of that. But uh-huh. keep her. But why the fuck we got a Chicago rapper who's not popping right now? Yeah. I feel that. Um, they probably uh, they probably trying to get like a positive vibe or something. No. They probably, they probably think Megan is a little too. Excuse me? Excuse me? What did you just say? They they might think Megan might be a little too. Well, Lizzo is crazy too. I tell all of this shit up right now. And Lizzo's. I'm in my own place. And you're going to make me tell <laughs> this shit up right now. Did you hear me say that they invited Cardi B last year for Black Heritage Night? Oh, you're right. Right. She literally, literally has an, a video on the internet of her shoving, what is it, like a beer bottle or something in her pussy? Come on, now. I'm sorry. Meg is a college student wait, don't, wait, who wait, 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 turns wait, up wait, and she wait, has a wait, good time. Wait, oh, wait, yeah, wait, you need wait, me to run wait, that wait, back, wait. don't you? That exists? It exists. <laughs> I could pull the shit up right now. No, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, though, Cardi B does not represent, you know, anything better i feel like you you know yeah meg is on a completely different level she's young she's educated she's pursuing a degree right now and she on her yeah. shit why is she not on the, the and lineup she, and she's a better artist than cardi b and she's a better artist than cardi b she look so if we had to scrap somebody chance gotta go but i don't understand why they got chance and lizzo when travis scott has and if i'm wrong let me you know i'll look it up after we finish tonight but I don't believe Travis Scott has done the rodeo. I was gonna ask you, has he done it yet? Not that I remember. I he, could be completely wrong. But he come on, definitely do rodeo, Houston. So to sleep at night, I tell myself. He could probably walk to the energy <laughs> from his mama house. Look here. <laughs> but you when it when it concerns this decision to sleep at night, I tell myself that, you know, Megan the Stallion is too busy. She's booked up. And there's a schedule conflict, and that's nah, why fam. she's not at the Rodeo 2020 Rodeo Houston. Rodeo Houston is too big for, for somebody to just miss out. I say, what the fuck? Y'all had these days blocked out like y'all was trying to book Jesus and Moses. <laughs> and y'all finally got the contract in y'all email and did this big-ass reveal. They was mm. getting told to fuck up on Twitter, too. I was like, what the hell is this bullshit? We just yeah, overlooking yeah. Megan Thee Stallion? Yeah. I definitely understand you with Chance the Rapper. I can Come see on. Lizzo, though. 
I mean, I I can too. She been tearing shit up too. I'm just bitter. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, y'all held y'all hand but back. But if I would have just 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 me, if I would have choose over Lizzo and Meg, of course it would be Meg. Hell like, yeah! No Come on now. Because I've never heard like besides you telling me just now, mm-hmm. I didn't know where Lizzo was from. Yeah, she went to U of H. Lizzo. I don't know why she. I feel like she's like from Michigan or something. I don't know why. <laughs> But I've never really heard her rep Cause she crazy. here. Because she crazy. I mean, bitches out here be crazy too, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's another, that's another podcast. But oh, I just oh, had yeah. to get it off my chest. Like, what the fuck are y'all smoking, uh, Rodeo Houston? <laughs> dick, but apparently. They're smoking dick. But <laughs> let's move on to getting this hate out of our heart, putting some great in our heart. So for you, Breezy. What you got to get at your heart today? <laughs> what hate Fam. have you been harboring? I hate. You know what? Getting a bachelor's degree is great. Getting getting that university, having a, something to put on a resume to get me in the door at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons why I got a bachelor's is so I don't have to do fucking job questionnaires anymore. <laughs> Those are the worst. Nigga, you thought. <laughs> you thought. You know how many times I sat inside a fucking Walmart doing an application and it's like 500 job questionnaires of stupid shit. <sighs> if someone was stealing, what would you do? Put in a request. If hey, someone came with extra me. change, what would you do? <laughs> If your supervisor told you you were smoking dick, <laughs> what would you do? I'm Check going it. to jail. It's a, bunch of, it's a bunch of shit we lie about. Oh, hell yeah. You got to lie about it. And there's so many questions. It's like 500 questions. Why is it so long? It's too much. I think they do that just to like test people's patience. <laughs> if you make it to the end, you get a job. Yeah, if you make it to the end, you might get a job. Because I still ain't get no goddamn job from Walmart. <laughs> Walmart is one of the easiest places to get a job from. I don't think so. Really? I think you have to be like, I'm not even going to say that shit. I was about to say something hella disrespectful. (laughs) I was about to say something ignorant and disrespectful, so I'm going to shut up. (laughs) Woo, shit, continue. (laughs) Just go ahead and finish. (laughs) But for some reason, I could never get jobs from like fast food. And things like Walmart for some reason, and I think part of it was the fucking questionnaires. Damn. I remember the first time I filled out a questionnaire, it was at Taco Bell. And my dumb decent ass was being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why I didn't get the job. And somebody in the high school was like, Bro, you supposed to lie on them shit. Like, what are you to doing? Lie, dog. He looked at me like I was stupid. <laughs> I remember filling out a, a family dollar questionnaire and they was asking shit like, what political stance do you have? That shit is mad illegal, fam. Wait, I ain't never seen that shit. That. And they was, it was like the Republican, independent, Democrat. What oh, the fuck? You can't be asking that shit. They want to know what set you claim. Yeah. Man. The fuck you gotta know what set I claim for me to pack fucking beans and shit? A whole lot of gang shit. If you ain't with the right color, they don't want you there. <laughs> Fam. 
gang, and they gang, and they gang, do gang. they do the job questionnaires because for a lot of those jobs it don't require like a bachelor's or associates or any type of not a lot of experience right so they gotta learn something about you mm-hmm. right so they have those questionnaires and basically kind of just see what kind of employee you are okay to make sure you're not stealing shit <laughs> but they gotta know people are lying on that shit oh yeah they gotta know people are lying yeah and that's the only reason i'm not gonna say that's the only reason i got a lot of reasons why i got my degree but sometimes when i was sitting in my dorm in my four-walled cage wondering <laughs> why not am i cage. here i would think about those job questionnaires and i'd be like i can't go back so that back. motivated you yes okay i'm so fucking serious hey no but that makes sense though i get that the frustration of the goddamn job questionnaires got me to where i am today fuck all that other shit i'm so it's serious this. i don't want to do questionnaires not like my anymore. financial burdens <laughs> or first generation stuff or or deep shit i quit way too many job applications <laughs> because of them stupid ass job questionnaires okay i'm done Oh my god Hey I'm done with my hate Hey man fuck them thing Y'all need to find a better way To figure out who a person Interview them I don't know That's a lot of time and resources Though You know how many interviews They would have to do To kind of weed out The crazy people (sighs) You're right It's a necessary evil I try and look at it From the shoes of like You know The owner of a business You're right Is this a necessary evil and it but is. Fam, even when they did interviews, I remember doing an interview at Target and he was basically guiding the answers for me. He was oh. like giving me the answers to the test so I could be hired. That's weird. So he was like, name a time where this, this, and that. And I was like, oh, well, this, this, and that. He was like, well, have you ever done this, this, or that? <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, that's great. Oh, hell no. Got me a fucking job at Target. Hey, whatever it is. He's like, look, I'm not trying to interview all these people. Just do Just do it. Please. Give me something I can write down. (laughs) I just need you to say this, please. (laughs) (laughs) He slides you a little piece of paper. (laughs) Just read this for me. Oh, my God. Talk about the time you've helped someone. (laughs) Dog. I, I get that, though. Yes. What hate do I have in my heart today? Lord. Um, <laughs> it's, it, dog, it be, it be so much sometimes. It be deep. It be so much. I'm like, why the fuck am I so hateful today on this particular Monday? Um, but you know what? The hate that I have in my heart right now was reignited, okay? Because it had died down a little bit. Because, you know, we coming off the hills of Valentine's Day and it was all full of love and romance mm. and, and dick and stuff. <laughs> but no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Hey, but no, seriously. So I don't know if you had the chance to watch the uh, documentary. At one point, it was like trending on Twitter and that's how it caught my attention. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? So there's a docu-series, I should say, on Netflix and it's called Don't Fuck With Cats. Mm-hmm. This shit is, it's fucking weird and you it's know, I think ignorant. I should, I should, that's on my list of, along you, with 200 things. You need to watch, yeah, you need to watch it. Um, I'm not going to go over what it entails, but I will say this. 
it has a lot of pink shenanigans. And all of my chocolate individuals know what pink shenanigans are. If you don't, um, how can I spell it out? It be it's it be white people shit. <laughs> okay? It's just some stuff that, you know, melanated people don't really get involved in. Not yeah. often anyway. There are one offs. <laughs> <laughs> there are outliers. Okay. Y'all fucking <laughs> random variable ass niggas like what the fuck black people don't do that shit bitch what are you doing Damn, RVNs. making random us look bad ass but, but anyway don't fuck with cats is ridden with pink people shenanigans and it's not just pink people like in general but it'd be like like the crazy pink shit um <laughs> <laughs> you know so and it really kind of paints this picture of how animals are regarded over human lives and anybody who lives in the city of Houston knows that that's true because there are more animal shelters than homeless shelters yeah, in this city. So it's like, what the fuck, what is it with y'all in? I don't know a lot of uh, melanated people who subscribe to that, you know, animals over people shit. Mm. There are some one-offs, but for the most part, those are pink shenanigans. And this documentary solidifies that because they go on this whole witch hunt for somebody who was harming animals. Now, it progressed to people, but just watch it and you'll see what kind of weird shit I'm talking about. So that put something in my heart like, what the fuck? And it made me think of like Mike Vick. Mm. They damn near ruined that man's whole life over some dog fights. Mm. And you know black lives aren't valued the same as any other life. And then you put an animal versus a black life? Shit. Yeah. Pink people value uh animals over yeah. their own people most yeah. of the time. Yeah. In this particular documentary, it shows that over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's like several episodes and they're very long and it's an emotional journey. And I needed a very long shower after I watched that shit. <laughs> wow. Um, so I saw that and I was like, I- I'm disgusted. And then I come across a series of videos on social media over the weekend. And I'm just, I'm sick of pink shenanigans and colonizing. I saw a shirt. I want to say it was like on a dormtainment skit or something. Can't colonize the vibe. And that's like a constant thing. Mm. These people are known for colonizing everything since time, dog. And it shows up again. You see these uh, viral videos on TikTok and shit where these young black kids or these young melanated kids are making up dances and it goes viral. And then mm. it gets into the hands of like these white YouTubers and, and, and media, mm. social media influencers mm. and shit. On two different occasions at All-Star Weekend, people who did not com- um, come up with this little viral dance were invited to do the dance on the court at halftime. Oh, wow. While the originators are on Twitter like, how the fuck y'all get there? I made this my shit. Yep. That's what happens. I'm like, are y'all serious? That's all of Fortnite. And they <laughs> and they only fixed one of those instances. And it's the uh, shorty who did the renegade dance. Mm. They fixed that. They invited her out. And it's crazy because if you watch the video, they don't even hype her up like they hype up the white girls who was doing it. The NBA was like, oh, shit. Social media is mad. Let's invite the originator, the originator of the dance, and try and make amends. But then another video for the Out West challenge comes out, and it's like a group of fucking white girls from TikTok 
doing a very unseasoned version of the dance. <laughs> I'm like, y'all got to chill. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's the hate in my heart. <laughs> y'all got to stop this whole colonizing of of the vibe and of uh, black creative initiatives and all of this stuff. Like they are really bad. And it's like they they don't feel any way about it. Yep. Well, let's just say I feel like every race has their specialties. Mm. We are the cool ones. We are the cool ones. We have we have the natural swag, the natural look, the natural vibe that people just can't emulate. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard they try. No matter how hard. <laughs> but they will try. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. They will try. And they're celebrated for trying and failing. It's <laughs> disgusting. I'm like, are you serious? This ain't even how it's supposed to go. <laughs> this is not how it goes, guys. Oh, that's cool. The fuck? And then they, oh, show it to me, show it to me. I was like, what the hell? They had this white girl teaching the dance to a bunch of cheerleaders at the halftime a show. Just spreading the mayonnaise. I'm like, what in the hell is this nonsense? Come on, now. Y'all got to chill. So but, not, not that we got this hate on our there. heart. I'm off that. Let's put this good in the heart. Okay. What's good? Let's get some great in our heart. So, so coming off of the com- oh shit, I can't talk. <laughs> Kiki Palmer got me slizzard. It's too much me? hate and 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 Kiki Palmer. Too much hate in Kiki Palmer. <laughs> Jesus, what kind of great did you have that you want to get in your heart? So I know we talked about supporting and the issues I personally have with supporting, mm. but I do like I said I do get support. And I genuinely love the support I get from people. Um, it just feels good when someone is like supporting you, like you say, not because there's some type of contract, right? Because it's something that they're genuinely interested in or think that you can do. Mm-hmm. And not even just talking about support, but like business ventures and stuff, like emotional support. Uh, physiological support yeah just somebody is saying like if i'm trying to get you know my health together somebody's like hey man you shouldn't be eating that or something you know what i'm saying yeah accountability. like you care enough for, for, for you to say something about it right yeah even for people to just be like hey how's your day are you good just checking up on people right check on your strong friends y'all check on your strong friends mm. facts Cause I will, I will go ahead and say that a lot of times I am that strong friend mm. that a lot of people go to for stuff. Yeah. And I have my people that I can go to for stuff, but there's a lot of times, like I said before, sometimes I feel like a loner. Yeah, I get that. And I feel like a lone soldier, and I'm just sitting here in my apartment, like freaking out and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even though, you know, it could be my thing to reach out to people for my own mental stuff, sometimes it's like I can't re- I can't reach out to nobody, right? Mm-hmm. So I hella appreciate the people that reach out to me without me having that mental space to reach out to somebody because then they help me out a lot. So the people that's, like, supporting me, in personal life, business life, career life, thank you for sure. It's highly appreciated. As I said on on the Instagram recently, 
the supporter should be supported and the appreciative should be appreciated. Mm-hmm. We a team out here. Yeah. Anybody that knows it knows that I got them 100%. And I just ask for the same. That's facts. And I get that. I get that from some people. So you only need a couple. Really. You only need a couple. Like for me, my, I always say, you know, I just need one. As long as I get one, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For, for a lot of things. Of course, different ventures, you need more than one for sure. But um, you only need like a handful of solid people who stand 10 toes consistently, yep. you know? But I 100% identify and agree with what you're saying as far as being the strong friend that people come to. Mm-hmm. And you know what? In 2020, I think we have to be more emotionally responsible when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. There is, let me run back. A lot of the appeal of coming to you as a strong friend is because you are highly intelligent on an emotional aspect. Apart mm-hmm. from everything else, your mm-hmm. emotional intelligence is unmatched. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people struggle with that. So mm-hmm. they, they're drawn to you, right? But the flip side of that is as emotionally intelligent as you are, that does not translate to emotional responsibility. Mm. And it's very emotionally irresponsible for you to continue to be the strong friend. We have to retrain people. Facts. So if you're that strong friend, put that on your list for 2020. Start working on retraining people because <laughs> you can't keep doing it. That's not responsible, dog. Mm-hmm. And you can do it with love, but it has to be done. Yeah. So I just think, I mean, everything in his life is balance. Uh, I think just with just also talking personally with my personality, I can't help but to not help people. I'm a helper. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've had to learn balance. I've had to learn when to say no. I've had to learn for sometimes to think of myself first. Because mm-hmm. some people really do have a problem with that, with saying no, with, uh, doing everything they're too busy spending their life being the guidance of other people and they're not being the guidance of themselves there you go and then they end up lost and wonder what happened it's because you've been having your eyes on all these other people too long Mm -hmm. and you you don't give them the chance to develop you're actually crippling them so when it comes time for life to sit you down you have none of these people that you can draw from yep. because they have not been developed enough yeah. for that and they can't hold you up. Yep. So on a counseling basis, please understand that there is a difference between helping, guiding and enabling. Ooh. Okay. You a can word. help somebody once or twice, maybe get them on their feet, right? Mm-hmm. You can guide somebody on the right way without telling them where to go, okay? Right. Put the hand behind their back, teach them. Mm-hmm. And there's also enabling, which is giving them whatever they feel like they need. There you go. That is the exact differential, and I'm so glad that you kind of laid that out. Yeah. The difference between guiding and enabling mm-hmm. is giving somebody the keys. Mm-hmm. Give them the blueprint. And, of course, nobody's going to retain that information because it's a lot most of the time. And you can give them friendly reminders along the way. Mm-hmm. But you got to give them the keys. If you solved it for them and you don't give them the keys, you're now an yes. enabler. Yes. And then that's definitely a counseling technique 
when you go to see a therapist, the therapists are not supposed to give you the answers. They're supposed to guide you to your own answers. Mm-hmm. So when you give them the answers, that's just advice. Okay. <laughs> if yeah. You go, if you go to a therapist and the therapist is like, girl, you should drop them. That's not, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. if if they're asking you got they're asking you guiding questions like, how do you feel about the situation? What do you think about your your spouse? How do you you know, asking mm-hmm. you questions that'll get you to think about the things that will give you the answer that you need. Right. So we gotta stop enabling people like because we we doing it thinking thinking that we're helping. But we're really just taking the easy way out. True. We mean well, but it's actually kind of harmful. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that was good. <laughs> Goodness, that, that took me somewhere. This motherfucker spitting. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. For my great, what am I grateful for? What do I want to put in my heart, Lord, after all of this hate? Because <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> um, You know what? I just want to, I'm a stack on what you was talking about as far as having supporters who actually look out for you. That support is crucial, especially for like family, right? I particularly come from a background where growing up, my family was huge. We were always involved. There were not weekends where I did not see extended uh, members of my family and extended cousins. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 one thing to have like your immediate family. It's like your first and second cousin that you see, you know, with regularity. But my family is huge. And growing up, we saw each other all the time. Mm. And then something happened and that began to disintegrate very rapidly. Wow. And now we're down to very a very small nucleus of a family, which is cool for the most part. But it does make me stop and reflect like, damn, you know, I don't want to say what happened. I know exactly what happened. But it makes me even more grateful for the people that I still have. Because it's easy, especially as a strong friend, to feel like you have nowhere to turn to or anything like that. But I have people. It's a small group, but I have people. And you know what? I'm going to put some gray in my heart behind those people because it's easy to go about your life and to get way down behind like stupid shit. And you forget that these are people that you have in your corner. If you ask out, they got you and they are there. Yeah, for sure. I was in a situation this time last year. Well, no, not this time last year. In like two months from now, but in 2019, I almost died. And when I woke up in the ICU, um, well, not even in the ICU. I woke up in the emergency room um, with an, on an incubator. With a tube in my throat, I couldn't talk, couldn't breathe on my own, but I came to and I looked and I saw two people specifically, and it's ironic because these are the two of three people I have tattooed on my skin. Mm. And things like that, I have to stop and remind myself of and be grateful. Like I have people, I almost died and when I woke up, out of being unconscious, fresh off a seizure, like that was a traumatic experience. I looked to my left and looked to my right, and I had those people in sight. And they live very far away from me. That's blessings because not everybody have that. Exactly. You know so that's that's going to be my great, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 
And as an honorary family member. Yeah. <laughs> I seen your ass too, nigga. <laughs> I seen a, you too, dog. As an honorary family member, yeah. I'm aware of a lot of the situations that, that happen, yeah. you know, and stuff. So I've kind of seen the breakdown of that. And it's just you got to appreciate the family members that stick around and stuff. And I always say I'm an advocate of saying that blood don't make you family. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, I have I grew up with a, a small family. Okay, I mean there's bigger family, but there's like sections of the family, mm-hmm. right? I never really clicked with them like that, but I found solace in my little family that I have. But with that, I've also gained family in other people, which is like how I'm saying like I'm an honorary family member because I've gained other families with the people that I've met. Right. Yeah. So, in speaking of the blessings of the blood family members that are with you no matter what, which I'm happy that I have as well because I've heard so many stories about people and their parents, you know, having issues and not messing with each other and and issues with their siblings and all that stuff. I don't have those issues with my small family. Okay, we got our little back and forth. We have our things, but at the end of the day, we're there for each other, 100. But I also got friends that I consider family. Like at this point, it's either acquaintance or family. There you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just like I said, with supporting, this is a team effort. And I'm with them 100%, and they with me 100%. Right. So that's to be something to be appreciated. That's That's... That's something to keep in your heart and never forget. Because it's hard out here and we cannot do this stuff alone. Nope, we're not designed to. I know earlier we were talking about all the memes where people say, fuck people, do this alone, this is only me. That shit is not possible. That's why most of y'all motherfuckers is depressed now. Boom. Oh my (laughs) God, this nigga spitting, dog. This motherfucker spitting. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We need other people. We are people that need to be with our kind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So We're literally made to be around other people. Yep. You will literally lose your mind if you're not around people for long yeah, enough. you'll go crazy. Come that's on, why, That's why they got the what they call them things in the jail, the solitary confinement. Yeah. That's to drive you crazy. It is to drive you crazy. And that's why they are, it's illegal to keep you in there 24 you at least get one hour because you will lose your fucking mind yeah that's crazy man. it is that's we got to talk about uh prison and prison reform and shit like that there's gonna oh, be yeah. a whole other episode oh, yeah. that's too because dog that's modern day slavery oh my god oh yeah oh yeah but i'm not even gonna segue <laughs> into I'm saying, that look, we're gonna be here th- we're gonna be here three hours you know what i'm saying damn damn <laughs> but yeah so, thank y'all for listening through, you know, episode three. We're going to keep cranking it out for you. And, you know, never forget to be grateful to stop. It's good to vent and get that shit out. Get that head out your heart, but put some great in there. Life is about balance. Never forget that. So, um, if you haven't already, follow us on our socials. You can find us at Great State HTX on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, yeah, and give us feedback on what you think. Yeah, you know for saying? sure. So we if know which direction. If you think we need to change something or something you particularly like, let us know. If you just want to hear us talk about certain topics too, 
let us know because we just be talking about shit that come up. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> it just be sure. shit that we come across. So um, we look forward to interacting with y'all a little bit more. And again, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. So, you know, get that head out your heart. Put some grit out your heart. All right. Be blessed. Do side.